Welcome back, welcome back to the Cat Back Podcast. I'm Joey. And I'm Kenny. Kenny, we got a special episode tonight, man. I'm excited. Are you? Mm-hmm. Who do we have in studio? Right? Oh, James Hurst. James Hurst. NFL player. NFL player, the mm-hmm. New Orleans Saints. It's crazy. James, welcome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you being here. So, James, let's just dive right in, man. So, where'd you grow up? Grew up in Indiana. Um, moved from Florida. I was born in Florida. Moved to Indiana when I was two. Uh, so I'm technically from Florida because that's my point of origin. But I uh, moved to Indiana, grew up there, raised there. My wife hates that joke. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. But now I uh, went to school at UNC, and uh, now this is home. We love having a Tar Heel instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I promised I'd be on my best behavior, <laughs> but you start right away. <laughs> I mean, you don't just go, hey, he's a Carolina guy. No. But I do love the Tar Heels flagship. That's so right, that's um, right. you got to play under Coach Davis that's at right. Carolina. Yep, I uh, started with Coach Davis, actually kind of wild. So I graduated high school a semester early. And um, so I show up to UNC. It was January 2010. And my very first team meeting, we all sit down. And uh, Coach Davis like, hey, guys, uh, look, we got some news to tell you guys. <laughs> and so I'm like, like really? So they, you know, they tell us all the news, mm-hmm. all the the fake classes, the the agent money, all the allegations, all the you know the trouble, punishment we're gonna be in, and uh, I'm like, man, I, I'm really right in the middle of this. No getting out of this now. So here, here we go. Late. Yeah, right. it's too late. It's too late. Oh, well, that, that's cool. So you played one year. Under yeah, Coach yeah, Davis. one year under Coach Davis, um, and then my second year, it was as kind of part of the the punishments. Um, Coach Davis was fired like four days before training camp. I remember I was at my house in Indiana, mm. me and my brother in the living room. Uh, his tight end coach actually called him first and told him, like, hey, you know, Coach Davis is going to get fired. All the other coaches stayed on board. Um, so that was good. Uh, coach Pittman, Coach Sam Pittman, who's now the head coach of Arkansas, mm-hmm. he was my offensive line coach. Huge reason why I went to UNC. Um, but I love that staff. You know, obviously some – Mistakes were made. People did some things they shouldn't have, and uh, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, those those first two years are great. Um, yeah, I really love Coach Davis, and and you know, then Fedora came after that. Yeah, just an update today wouldn't matter. You know, yeah, that's right. You can do whatever you do want. do whatever you want. Yeah, wild wild west. Of wheel and football. deal it. Wheel and deal it. Whatever works. Oh, yeah, you see, you're ahead of your time. <laughs> so was Coach Davis, Coach Valvano, all of them ahead of their time. They knew. Yeah, they knew what was coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So what brought you to Carolina? Why the Tar Heels? So, um, hold on a second. Doesn't everybody like Carolina? Yeah, Doesn't I think matter. so. I think that's fair. I'm just wanting to hear you say it. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because you have a hat doesn't mean you went to school there, didn't it? You're I not mean, wrong. No, you're no, not wrong. I mean, but, but see, that's the struggle. I mean, it's like Cowboys fans, right? Just entitled Everything revolves around us. I'm not going to corroborate these statements. Exactly. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Pretty sure James can't speak on that. <laughs> All right, get back to your story, yeah, James. Yeah, so uh, right. why Carolina? Um, so Coach Pittman came, recruited me at my school, and uh, they were the only school that did not negatively recruit. And I guess what I mean by that is most of the schools would come in and they would say, you know, hey, what other schools are you looking at? And then they'd tell you why they all suck. Right. Right? And yeah. so – he didn't, and I appreciated that. I think it said a lot about him as a person, mm, yeah, his integrity, and uh, you know he was just focused on what UNC had to offer, and mm-hmm. you know that that was noticeably different for me, and that made a big difference. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I wanted to play early. Like I said, I graduated early, and uh, I wanted to do that. I wanted to have a chance to start as a freshman, so I came in uh, to school a semester early, and yeah, it was just a great situation. It was far enough from home, um, about a ten-hour car ride. Felt like it was uh, a good chance for me to play. Good coaching staff program at that time was, you know, really on the rise with some of the recruits that uh, Coach Davis had gotten. Obviously, you know, we we later saw how that worked out, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it just seemed like a good situation, and I'm uh, really glad I did it. All right, so you're a giant kid from Indiana. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you can't see it, you can hear us. He's grown ass man. So um, so we're six six ish. Yeah, yeah, I like six six. That's three hundred ish. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you play basketball? Because uh, I'd be like a guard. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could. Uh, you, you get the ball in the post, drop step, dunk. 
And then uh, Anthony Davis would just stuff it right down my face. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. We just muscle him out of weight. Shaq was seven, what, one? Just muscle like people out of the way. Just dunk it. All right, so no basketball. <laughs> that's, a, I'm, that's a big difference, 6'6 six, six and 7'1". I mean, no, isn't like point guards are like 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, LeBron's 6'8". We'll get to that later tonight. <laughs> um, and in all honesty, Carolina offers it all. Yeah. High academic school. Yep. You play athletics yep. there. Get a degree. You can play football. And it's a D1 school. Get yep. lots of exposure. Yeah. And it'll lead us to the next part of your life. Yeah, yeah. So what, what happens as a senior at UNC? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, senior year, bowl game, Belk Bowl, huge implications. I mean, everything on the line in the Belk Bowl. Everyone's gunning for the Belk Bowl trophy. And uh, we had an incredibly awesome season. I think we were like 8-5. and five. It was just, man, unbelievable. One for the ages. You sound like everybody goes to a bowl game, you know? Yeah, yeah, something okay. exactly like okay. that. Yeah, right, just making there's, sure. There's one for everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, right. That's how it works. You're pretty witty, man. I like it. Yeah, yeah so um, go to the Belk Bowl. I, that game, I set the school record for career starts. Wow. And uh, first quarter, I think like seven, eight minutes into the game, broke my... I guess my leg, technically my ankle. Um, yeah, so big moment for me in my life. Um, you know, realizing I was all wrapped up in football. Mm-hmm. That was huge for me. Mm-hmm. All my priorities were on football, so that really shifted things for me. Um, like I said, I'm a Christian, so that was a moment for me. Like, you know, I'm not in control. You know, this right. is not how you draw it up, right? Right. right. So break my leg. I uh, had a drafted, draftable grade, second to fifth round. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get drafted. So, you know, you could say that that was a reason for that. But it definitely worked out for me. Um, you know, signed with Baltimore right after the draft. The, the, whole, the whole undrafted process, by the way, is insane how fast it happened. So, like, during the draft, right, teams are calling. They're calling people to draft people. And then when you get the later rounds, like fifth, sixth, seventh rounds, teams are already calling players to get them to sign after the draft. Okay. So, like, you're getting calls and you're, like, Stoked, right? You're like, man, I'm about to get drafted. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. No, you're not. not to get yeah. drafted. So draft day sucks. <laughs> draft day was a terrible experience for me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, not even 30 minutes after the draft, the Chiefs, the Rams, and the uh, Ravens were all interested. They all wanted to sign me. Felt like the Ravens was the best spot for me. Coach, a depth chart. You know, I felt like that was the best opportunity for me to play. Um, so I signed there. And, uh, yeah, it, it really worked out for me. That's awesome, man. I love your faith. Um to have your whole life wrapped up into one thing and to be taken from Joe and me talk a lot of high school sports. Yeah. And we go to a lot of small towns where it's this kid get to the majors or oh, yeah. bust. Yep. And we talk about what are they going to do if he gets injured. Absolutely. And then you get injured and it happens. You get drafted by the Ravens. So you were a starter right away, right? So I was not a starter mm-hmm. right away. <laughs> and uh, rookie year was wild. Actually, this is kind of a little bit of the story of my whole career is sadly, like, wherever I go, I'm supposed to be the sixth man. And then people just get hurt all the time, so I end up playing, like, more than pretty much everybody else. But it's worked out for me. It's (laughs) it's what's made my career. So uh, rookie year, started seven games, two of which were playoff games. The first playoff game was in Pittsburgh. I mean, it was was epic. It was definitely one of my top football memories. Um, I was the first – this is a mouthful – but I was the first ever – undrafted rookie to start a left tackle in a playoff game. There you go. Which is wild. Which is wild. Had no clue, like, going into the game, right? Didn't Mm -hmm. know that. Uh, I think it was actually my wife's family that, that, like, made that aware. I guess they said it on TV. Your wife's family owns Elias Sports. Is that what it is? Elias Sports. That's right. Exactly. I I, I was making sure she did. I got it. Okay, that's cool. You married into money. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you were playoff game, seven starts. Seven starts, yep, yep. Um, two early in the season. And uh, first start was against the Carolina Panthers. And we had Steve Smith on our team. And he went off, unsurprisingly. Uh, I think he had like 200 yards, a couple touchdowns. Yeah, we know um, those Panthers were good back then, too. You know? I remember. <laughs> we, I think we won like 31-7, to 31-10, to 10, something like that. We crushed them. Uh, great first start, and then we go on the road to uh, Indianapolis, which hometown, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm all pumped, and then I give up three sacks. So uh, you got a high and a low, real quick, back to back weeks. Uh, but that was the that's the NFL for you. So it was, it was a good lesson for me. Um, but yeah, the um, played my best football in the playoffs, and honestly, you know that probably bought me two or three years. Uh, my second year was bad. I played a lot of bad football in my second year. Um, but yeah, we you know we think that. 
played well in the playoffs, and that's when it matters. So mm -hmm. uh, that buys you some time, you know, and uh, gives you gives you some grace. Um, so yeah, so uh, just just kept on rolling. That's awesome, man. That's great. I couldn't imagine as a rookie starting in the NFL. James Harrison was mm -hmm. a defensive end. Woo! That's a grown ass man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different kind of. That's a different kind of guy right there. Because you know, Joey, I was asking him. His job for three hours is to fight with you. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, not with me. Don't look at me. <laughs> well, you, 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 you got three bills, but uh, but uh, but yeah, and uh, so it's basically prison for, for three hours. I don't know about that, man. I'm way too soft, you know. This old bath bombs and fingernails and toenails. Uh -uh. I'm too pretty for that, dude. Seriously, but uh, that's awesome. So we ended up playing with the Ravens for how long? Six years. Wow. Yep, six years. Um, it was great. Signed my second contract there. Um, and that you know that's obviously a huge deal that gives you a lot of financial security so that um, changed my life forever um, in that moment so made a lot of our very best friends in Baltimore uh, still to this day you know keep keep track with a few of them just we were just with uh, one of them actually um, Morgan Cox alongside for the Titans now uh, he made the Pro Bowl so we were just out there in Vegas a few days ago celebrating with them so uh, yeah great memories there love that's it awesome. that's awesome and Baltimore's got uh, newer Super Bowl trophies you know, they're two that you were right in between. They're fresh. Aren't dusty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. the team I pull for. Really <laughs> dusty. Really <laughs> dusty. So, anyway. You've got them. I know. That's true. <laughs> I guess as a Panthers fan, yeah, he, 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 he knows about no trophies. Yeah. That, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, <clears throat> before we dive too much deeper into the NFL and your story, talk a little bit about your transition from high school to college yeah. and then from college to pro. Yeah. Um, so the transition from high school to college, I say, is mostly physical. Because, yeah. I mean, you're still making big-time, like, height, weight, muscle growth, right? So when you get to college, it is like, how can we pack as much muscle and sometimes fat on you as possible so that you can physically play the game? Wow. Like, that's, that's what's required. That's what you have not seen yet. Mm -hmm. So how do we do that? And then you go from college to the pros, and everyone in college is, you know, big, fast, strong, muscular, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So now the, the difference is, like, inches in technique, footwork, you know, understanding, like, these smallest details. Because everyone that comes from college and is going to, you know, try out for the NFL or, you know, whatever you want to call it, they're the best on the field in college. And so you got all those guys. Mm -hmm that are coming and competing against each other. And then you see this whole nother level of like elite player in the NFL that is just, you know, one in a million. So um, they're definitely different. I mean, the difference, you know, personally, I feel like the, the difference from college to the pros is, is a more difficult transition, which would make sense. Right. Um, because I think if you get on the right program, nutritionist, uh, strength coach, you know, I don't want to say anybody, but a lot of people could stand a chance of, you know, getting big and fast and strong. But it's, man, can you put that in and instead of punching a guy in the shoulder, can you punch him, like, on the peck? And it's, mm -hmm. you know, that difference while people are moving full speed, running four four forties, it's It's wild. It's wild. It's like talking to a NASA scientist. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, so the jump from high school to college – not as overwhelming, just size. I would say mostly size, you know, and obviously at every stage, the total, the overall speed of the game changes, right? Mm -hmm. and, and when you're first in it, it seems drastic. And, you know, college is the first time you're subjected to like a real playbook with, you know, audibles and checks at the line of scrimmage. And that mental game is going on as well. And that makes it feel even faster okay. because when you get to the line of scrimmage, it's like, oh man, I'm thinking about XYZ, ABC, mm -hmm. you know? So there's all these things where in high school, man, High school, you're not even, like, concerned about, I mean, offensive line play. You're not even concerned about, like, physically dominating the person across from you. Mm -hmm. That's kind of just, like, second okay. like second nature. You're out there okay. having fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of things change when you get to college. and um, But that change is just, man, it, maybe because it's longer ago. I don't mm -hmm. know. Recency bias. Mm -hmm. But it feels like that, that jump from, from college to the pros is just, uh, it's a whole different animal. What did you play at in high school? Like, I played tackle and yeah. weight and weight in high school. Okay, so I was um, my senior year. I was two seventy five. Wow. Yeah, and I talked to you know it, it's different for everybody, but like some of the linemen on my team, like some of those guys weighed like three twenty in high school. In high school. Yeah. 
And so it's just, you know, everyone's different. Um, I'm glad I wasn't like 320 in high school. I feel like that would have been tough, but mm-hmm. people make it work. I mean, you know, people come from all over, do it different ways, and it works for them. So you get to Chapel Hill. What do you weigh by the time you're a senior? So actually, my heaviest body weight okay. was my freshman year. Oh, I was okay. I was 308. That was the heaviest I remember, and and a lot of that has to do with um, my coach, my junior and senior year was Larry Fedora. We ran up tempo spread offense, so I mean we were rolling. So you didn't want to weigh you didn't want to weigh 300 pounds. And so on top of that, my junior year had like this thyroid condition where I couldn't gain weight. So and it was kind of at the same time I met my wife. And so every night it seemed like we're going to Arby's, we're going to Hardee's, we're going to McDonald's. Now we're you're just speaking my language, Total James. trash. <laughs> this is it. This is I, it. I just had to get the calories in. And wow. uh, but I played my junior year at two eighty five. Two eighty five. Which I would not recommend to anybody. But uh, that's that's just how it played out. And uh, you know we 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 found a way <laughs> to, make, a way it to make it out. Make it yeah, work. Yeah. So your freshman fifteen was a freshman thirty three. That's right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Two seventy five. Exactly. To three oh eight or whatever. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. I couldn't couldn't imagine. I don't own anything that weighs 300 pounds. Do I? My car. That's it. I got a car. The car weighs 300 pounds. That's about it. Damn. I'm pushing 300. You're not pushing 300. Close. You, James, I don't know, man. There's always something with him. So, Because we always talk about, you know, the number of kids that can play high school and then college sports. Yeah. Yep. And then the percentage that drops to basically less than 1% that play – Pro football, yeah, or pro sports in general, yeah. So you've won the lottery for sure, yeah. and yeah, uh, you know, we had a conversation not too long ago about PGA Tour, mm-hmm. and so in the NFL, there's hold on, saying, can you hit a golf ball? Absolutely, I can hit it. There ain't no telling where it's gonna end up. So you can mash yeah. it, but I can hit it though. like three twenty. I don't. Uh, usually, the ball goes either left or right before we get that far. So <laughs> I, I don't have a good number for you. Um, but you know, the NFL has like sixteen hundred players, mm-hmm. right? PGA Tour is like 150. Mm-hmm. They yeah. keep their card like the top 125, which yeah. is it's, and it's played all is, over the globe. Yes, right. That is a worldwide sport. Like America's the only country football. really playing football. This football, right. Joey, not that kicking it around. <laughs> gotcha. right. But yeah, 1600 guys. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I just think about like, you know, we're obviously the NFL is you know percent of the one percent mm-hmm. making it but what is I mean golf what is golf the worldwide sport that's got 100 whatever 50 guys that mm-hmm. have their card it's that's, that's crazy wild. that's why you go play live golf that's right yeah, yeah. and yeah. that that about 200 million other reasons that, that works yeah. Yeah. yeah but the bottom line was zero but anyway we'll get to that later but yeah 1600 that's impressive yeah yeah I work in a small town that has more people than the NFL it's crazy mm-hmm. that's right that's awesome What's the biggest college game you played in? NC State. Nah, definitely not. <laughs> Did you see the eye roll? I know. I liked it. <laughs> he was bred to hate him. See, that's the problem. We don't teach that at, in Raleigh. Oh my! We goodness. we embrace everybody. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We come on now. Inclusion and diversity. Everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even Duke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so biggest college game. Uh, biggest college game. South Carolina, my senior year, it was the opener. Okay. Javion yep. Clowney yep. was the DM. Yep. 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 Uh, so I had the whole offseason to build up to that <laughs> matchup, which was felt like it was never going to get there. Uh, but that was big. That was big for me. Uh, did well against him. Mm-hmm. Not good enough to get drafted, obviously. But hey, look where you are. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, played the long game. Yeah, the big picture. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that that uh, that helped. That was a huge game. That was an awesome atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Season opener in South Carolina. That's a it's a really cool stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, played in Clemson one time, false start. I didn't have a false start. Someone had a false start first well, play of the game. Second, there's there's a video, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. No, yeah. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. So, but it wasn't you. No, definitely not. It wasn't me. Yeah, definitely Shaggy. not. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. I don't know anything about it. <clears throat> so, um, a bigger question. In the Belk Bowl game, yep. uh, what was your gift card to go to Belk's? How much money? I think it was $300. 300 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you get some sweet khakis? A hundred. Oh, you know I did. <laughs> absolutely. They got all the big man sizes in there. Yeah, absolutely. I was I was in heaven right there. That was great. Yeah, yeah. I don't. They don't make stuff big enough. You. I just wear joggers the whole time and big old Nike shirts. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. So that's college at Carolina. <laughs> anyway, that's cool, man. So did you? Uh, the team win the belt bowl? Yes, we won. We won. We played Cincinnati. 
Was it watches or rings that you got for winning the belt? Belt bowl. I think yeah, it was. I think it was a watch. Watch. It, when I was in school, it was big for kids to get watches. Yeah. The copper bowl things yep, like that. Yeah. We got a ring. We got a ring in the uh, the bowl my freshman year. We played in the. Gosh dang. Franklin American Mortgage, oh, yeah, Mortgage Music Mortgage. City Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about a mouthful. Yeah. That's great. Now, that game was awesome. So we played we played in Nashville and we played Tennessee mm-hmm. and we won in oh, overtime. Wow. It was actually the game. So this is kind of cool. It was the game that created the 10 second runoff rule. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. so at the end of the game, uh we're like end of the fourth quarter. We don't know if we're uh clocking it or kicking a field goal. Mm-hmm. So we have 18 people on the field penalty back us up five yards for too many men on the field clock stops there's like three seconds left kick the field goal ended up winning in overtime and then Perfect. the next season they created a 10 second runoff rule yeah oh, wow. that's yeah. awesome yeah that is so see two records in your that's life right. yeah very yeah. important records yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah playoff game and 10 second runoff rule Cowboys could have used that to give the ball to the official against the 49ers a year ago. That's right. It always comes back to Dallas. See, that's how we get Super Bowl week. <laughs> it's always a Cowboys score. They had a great play design on that last play mm-hmm. of the game. This oh, year. that was great. That was great. <laughs> he, what, what so <laughs> he called you to how to block it. Yeah. He didn't take the advice. He did, not. he did not take the His advice. His ass got lit up. It was terrible. <laughs> and he's a good blocker for yeah. a running back. Yeah. It's Just different like, when you're on the line, though. There you go. It's different. Mm-hmm. He was all by himself too. I felt bad. That's the worst. That's a that's a bad place to be. Yeah. All alone. The spotlight was on. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. It's so easy to pick on them. Mm. It is. Yeah. But I love Baltimore. I'm an Orioles fan. Okay, Everybody yeah, knows yeah. that. You play for the Ravens. Yep. Took in some Orioles games. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. More than a handful of Orioles exactly. games. And crab cakes. Ton of crab cakes. It took us a while to realize we thought that Baltimore was like where you eat crabs, which oh, okay. is which is not untrue, but I think we imagine like picking crabs. Okay, okay. Yeah. We learned probably like the last year or two that we were there. It's it's the crab cakes. Mm-hmm. The crab cakes are what sets them apart. They're incredible. Mm-hmm. So then we go to New Orleans, and they're mm-hmm. like, "No, we're the we're the land of the crabs." We're like, mm-hmm. all right, we'll try it out, and that is the truth. Wow, they do it differently. It's crab cakes in, in Baltimore, and it's picking crabs in New Orleans and crawfish. Um, but very different, very different. Wow. So you do six years in Baltimore? Six years in Baltimore, yep. And then how do you end up in New Orleans? So my sixth year in Baltimore, um, I got a letter in my locker. It was so it was, it was Lamar's MVP year. Okay. We were, I think we finished the year 14-2, and two, maybe 13-3, something like that. I mean, we were on a roll. We were the one seed, had the bye. So uh, December, I come into my locker after some meetings, and I had a FedEx envelope in my locker. Mm. And... Uh, I open it up and it told me that I failed a drug test. Oh wow! And I'm like, I'm yeah, you like, don't strike me as a drug guy. Yeah, well, no. that's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen straight and narrow. Yeah, yeah. And you're straight and narrow. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So, but so I, I remember I called my wife and I was like, uh, "Hey, I, like this, this can't be for me, mm-hmm. right? Like this, I know I'm not taking anything." So, call my agent and he's like. No, no. If it's on your name, it's in a FedEx envelope. It is for you for certain. Wow. So yeah, failed for a drug called Osterin. So you know, in that moment, you're like scrambling to figure out like, well, where was it? What was it in? And mm-hmm. my right. supplements. So we already had all the supplements, you know, in the locker, and everything's NSF certified, which is like a big certification company that basically says, you know, what's on the back is what's in the bottle. Okay. Yes, sir. So we're like, you know, we feel good about that. Well, we send them in for testing. Crazy expensive to get those things tested. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Waiting like three or four weeks on those, they call us and they're like, "We don't have, we don't have any answer for you." And we're like, "What do you mean? It ha- you know, it had to be in there. That's where it always is." And they're like, "No, we didn't find anything." So we have no answers. So we're just left guessing. Like, well, mm-hmm. you know, no clue how we failed the drug test. Right. And uh, so that off season, talking with the the team, they call my agent and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna release you." Mm. And we're like, man, you know, that's that's that rough. Yeah, you know, we we were loving Baltimore. Um, mm. Had so many friends there, right. and uh, really felt like, you know, I had I would have played through eight years there. Really wow. felt like that could yeah. be the end of my wow. career if wow. I finished that contract. Retire, right? Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. Um, so anyway, they released me to get some more money to to sign someone else, which right. is you know part of the business. That's mm-hmm. how it works. And uh, the next day, that after they released me. North Carolina shut down with COVID. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we are sitting at, it was at my brother's house because we didn't have a house. Mm-hmm. Sitting at my brother's house, 
no job wow. and no clue what the pandemic's going to, you know, mm-hmm. what that's going to mm-hmm. be like. Right. So we're like, man, so we're really weighing our options, um, thinking about, you know, the future. Should I retire? You know, I played six years. That was twice the, the NFL average. So right. we felt, you know, really great about that. I had a ton of memories and friends. Um, so we kind of just took some time and mold that. And, you know, as weird as it is, COVID was probably like, the perfect environment to do that because you right. just yeah. with your family mm-hmm. and you're not you know going out doing things and seeing a bunch of different people right and so it was a good time mm-hmm. for us to think and consider and just felt like you know it wasn't it wasn't time to be done um mm-hmm. talk to our agent and we're like hey you can start you know calling mm-hmm. some people and a few days later the saints called us and um you know it was a no-brainer uh drew Brees was the quarterback they had a great roster they were Right. Winning, you know, the most games mm-hmm. every single year, felt like, in the in the regular season. And, uh, yeah, signed a one-year deal there um, and just have loved it, you know, wow. as soon as we got there. Yeah. Well, you weren't, a, you weren't worried. You dealt with it not being drafted yep. out of college. Yep. Um, you understand that God's going to lead your life yeah. wherever, yeah. and you're already content with whatever happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So that's awesome, man. That's a great story. And plus, you end up in the NFC South. I mean, that's right. That's, that's the place you want to be. Yeah. If you're going to play high school football <laughs> at the highest level, that's the place to do it. I mean, until Tom Brady comes along, Saints own that thing. I mean, Falcons, Iffy, Panthers. Mm, Don't look at me. I'm just saying. And then the Buccaneers, hot for a minute, Rich Gannon, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So you were in a good spot. Yeah. Good yeah. food. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Great that's a big food. deal. Oh, my gosh. Incredible food. Um, just me and my wife and a dog. So we went down there and I feel like you're able to really explore it, do everything, you know, New Orleans has to offer. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the team was great. Felt immediately respected as soon as I got there, which was nice. Um, you know, didn't have people questioning me or probing me about the drug test. You know, people, I think at least, you know, knew my character, knew, you know, who I was and what I was about. Oh, yeah. And, uh, just kind of pushed to the side and said, hey, we'll see you in four weeks. And so that's basically what it was. And I got to start a few games uh, my first year there. Um, played a lot of jumbo tight end, which was a blast, honestly. Can you uh, catch a ball? I can catch a ball. Okay. So, so uh, we put in a play. Drew was the quarterback. And it was like a red zone play. And uh, it was really a goal line play, right? And it's like, hey, if we get to the two-yard line, like – it's it's the first play wow. getting called. Mm-hmm. So we're running in practice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Drew and I, like, we don't – this is our first year together. He doesn't know me. I don't know him. So I'm sure he's like, hey, I'm not about to throw this ball to this guy if I, unless I know he can catch it. Right. So we go over and warm up. So route's on air. And they're like, hey, James, like, come over, catch a few balls. So I run the route. I basically, like, block the guy for a couple seconds and then release. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be wide open. So – uh we run it a couple times, routes on air, like, you know, he tosses me the ball a couple times, real easy. Mm-hmm. And then so we go back, we split up again for, like, some position warm-ups, and then they start running full-speed routes at that point. And so then they call me over again, and I'm, like, really not expecting at this point. I'm like, you know, I feel like I caught the passes, like, we'll run the play in practice, it'll be whatever. So we go over, and it's it's just Drew and Sean Payton. It's just those two guys standing there, and like everyone else doing their own drills, they call me over like, "Hey, we want to see, we want to see the route one more time." Mm-hmm. Like, all right, you know, that sounds good. So, tight end coach is over there. Who the tight end coach at the time was Dan Campbell, who's the head coach yeah, of the Lions. The Lions yeah. One yeah. of my favorite coaches right, I ever played right, for. Right. He's an absolute mm-hmm. awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I release, you know, I throw Dan by, and I turn around, and I promise you, like Drew's, like we're gonna see if this guy can catch. Oh, he puts it on. Oh yeah. my gosh, he, <laughs> he puts it. So he puts it high, which I can't yes. jump in the first place. So like that's an issue. Yes, but sir. it was it was perfectly, you know, just where I had to get off the ground, but not very high, and I caught it. You did. And I'm like, this we're gonna run the play. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, we're freaking running the play. You got lineman gloves on or wide receiver? I had gloves lineman on? gloves on because I'm ready for practice. So like I'm taped up, like can't move my fingers, yes. my thumb. So I catch the ball. I'm like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna run the play and. uh Leading up to the game, we were playing the 49ers. Leading up to the game, I told them, like, if we get to the two-yard line, like, the play's getting called. So, first trip down, we're on the four-yard line. I'm not kidding. Four-yard line, we score a touchdown from the four. Next drive, we go and we get to the red zone. Drew gets sacked, breaks his ribs, plays out. Mm. Devastating. Devastating you could, moment. You could have caught a touchdown pass. Could have caught a touchdown. From Drew Brees. That would be in his last so season. awesome. That'd be freaking awesome. That would be absolutely yeah. awesome. Yeah, so that's my story of almost glory right there. That's about as good as it gets for a lineman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Man. Well, that is uh, 
just a timer for my juice cleanse that I'm still on. Man, I don't even. A juice cleanse? <laughs> You're a mountain, dude. Why are you juice cleansing? Just, you know, going to get the number down, the poundage down a little bit, get myself started to, uh, you know, considering what I'm eating these next uh, few months. So a juice cleanse is uh, just grape juice, orange juice? What, yeah, what so it's all these juices. So uh, a bunch of companies do it now. It's very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, Clean Juice is a company that I use. Their, uh, Clean Juice can sponsor the podcast anytime. Yeah, yeah, we, we can. We'll get that. We'll get that set up okay. for sure. Right. That would work. Um, excellent juice cleanse by Clean Juice. Yeah. See, Kyle, James could do the reads, the bump music. We could play the Bozzy stuff, the bump music, and you read and you read the ad. Just read the ad right in. That would be good. Look what Clean Juice has done for. Kyle used to be James. I mean, he, he, that was Kyle, and then James after the, the clean juice. That's right, the before and after. It'd be like the combine all over again. <laughs> see, see Kyle over there in compression shorts, and this little monster over here. That would be awesome. Oh, this is and what I look like juice. before the clean. Yeah, this is right. what I look like. You hand right. the clean juice right over to him. That would so awesome. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, so, so we're, we're on the second night of that. Okay. Uh, doing it with my wife. She definitely hates me for it, mm-hmm. but uh, we're almost done. So we're in the, we're in the short rows now. Yeah, and the last one's the best one of the day. It's like cashews and water and like cinnamon and maple syrup. So it actually it actually oh. tastes kind of good. I'll stick to condiments. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. horrible. It's about the same though. It's probably a similar idea. You yeah. Know? Oh, this will cleanse you. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> At Christmas, I did thirty one of them. You'll go from three ten to two seventy five in no time. I have handles on the commode, dude. Seriously. <laughs> Hold on, it's gonna be. You've been on those charter flights where oh, yeah. it's kind of bumpy. Yeah, yeah. you look kind of like that. Yeah, oh, it's like that. <laughs> it's all of that. Yeah, it's it's not good. But uh, you'd have a blast. Yeah, well, I, I'll get you started. On. You get this in the locker room, you got no problem. It's gonna be good. That's awesome. Yeah. Gonna have to like chip some porcelain, but it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Be, all right. be, all right. be worth it. So um, I was looking at. I thought you did like thirteen reps at the combine. I really did. I found that on Wikipedia, so I must have put that on there. I thought he did. Yeah, you might have. You sabotaging me, yeah, I guess. But, but you, now I know who it is. I, you see, said, you, you I see it in person. You said you didn't do any because of the broken That's leg. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah no, so I, no jumping, no touching. No, none of stuff. that. I just utter humiliation uh, at the combine. You go up in the compression shorts, you know, and uh, you say your name. They measure your height. And then you're supposed to step forward and do bench press. But, you know, I just broke my leg. So I wasn't training for a couple months and okay. talked to my agent. We're like, hey, we're not going to we're not gonna do bench press. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, the number would be really bad. Right. It would be okay. worse to have a number than to not have any number at all. So the payoff for that was uh, I announced my name, take my height, step forward, and I say, uh, I won't be benching today due to injury. And, you know, you're just sitting in this <laughs> giant room. There's like 50 <laughs> scouts there. And someone's like peanut gallery like, why aren't you benching? And I'm like, uh I have a broken leg. And someone else is like, so why aren't you benching? And so I just had to walk off. It was it was a terrible moment for me. Uh, extremely embarrassing. Yeah. Definitely sweating super hard, doing absolutely nothing. Um, but yeah, but uh, I'm, I made it through. It's easy to laugh about it. A oh yeah, later. yeah. At the time, it was I was I was hurt for sure. <laughs> well, um, the Saints, a good team. I mean, thirty-two of them. So yeah. <laughs> That's all I got as a Cowboys fan. I, you know, I grew up with the NFC East, man. Yeah, and I mean that was legitimate football. Run the ball down your throat. Who? So who do you who do you dislike the most? Oh man, you know when I was growing up, it was the Washington team, and then the Steelers because they had six Super Bowls at yeah. one time, and the Forty ers because they beat the Cowboys in the nineties. So, okay. but uh, you know what? I, I think I like everybody. I can pull for anybody, man. Okay. But you're my number one now, man. I like that. I like it. I like I'm going to be a Saints guy. I like it. 17 times next year. I'm going to be all in. Yeah, we don't, we, don't play, we don't play the Cowboys next year. Well, that's all right. So you got a chance at more wins than losses. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> that's good. I mean, yeah. Dang, so have you ever Wikipedia'd yourself? I haven't. Is this accurate? Let's see. Let's see. You can debunk the theory. Six, now. five, and one fourth. I was six, five, and a half at the combine. So that's, you know. That's legit. That's close. Two ninety six. Uh, mm. I mean, that's low, but it, you know, it makes me feel a little skinny, which I'm not mad about. Mm. Arm length, totally average. Yep. Hand span, totally average. Forty yard dash, great forty yard dash. So that probably is. Hold true. on a second. Let me excuse. Dude. Let me let me make I excuses like for that. myself. So uh, 
<laughs> you know, in the in the pre-draft process, particularly with an injury, you and your agent, you have to make decisions on when to do what. Okay. Because it has to get to a point where you have to show teams that you're healthy. Okay. Right? So the broken leg, which really isn't that serious of an injury. So I did a wrong broken my legs not serious. Relative. Okay. Right? It's not an ACL, it's not an Achilles, okay. it's not a Liz Frank. Those those are the big the big three. So I break my leg, so then we have our pro day. So the combine I don't do anything. And then we have our pro day. And uh I think it was like a month later, it was one of the later ones. Mm-hmm. And so talking to my agent, I'm like, Hey, what do you think we should do? And you know, we're like he's like, I think we should run the forty. And I'm like, you know, are you sure? I'm not fast to begin with, and on top of this this broken leg rehab, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I think we should. I think people need to see you move to know that, like, you know, you're healed from the injury. And it's he's, like that yeah. makes sense. You is know, he's still your agent today. He's still my oh, agent. Okay. So right. it worked out, right? Sure. It worked yeah, out. yeah okay. it worked out. And uh, so I didn't even know. I didn't even get my time. Is that a time? But that's a time. That's a bad that, time. Is that, it? That says that's a terrible time. Look how big you are. Five five nine. Uh, somebody could have made that. Five, it was probably just a really slow hand timer. Yeah, yeah that definitely was, wasn't yeah. lasers. So, <laughs> user error in that right there. Yeah. So are those Kenny Pickett hands? No. Yeah, okay. Okay. I could be wrong. I would love. Can we look up what his hand size? is? Yeah. I mean, because they I say think Kenny. He, Pick- I think he was nines. He was nines. Those I are think baby so, hands. Because my hands, I, I wear like two X gloves. Yeah. Which are honestly. That's it. Yeah. For uh, for linemen, it's pretty small. We got guys wear like four x five x gloves. Yeah, that's it's kind of wild. Yeah, eight six two five. He can't pick up that drink. <laughs> that's the we he, call the Whopper Junior hands. Yeah, he he can't do the cleanse. The Whopper Junior. He can't he can't, <laughs> he can't pick up your bottle. That's you know, you I, I've never water? seen it, but that is. That's he small. wears he wears gloves, right? I think he does. Would you? Yeah, I yeah, wear gloves yeah. too. Go to high five somebody and miss them. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Slap hands and just come up with air. What's that about? Man, look, you were the first rookie to play in a postseason game, right? I mean, to start. Yeah, yeah. And you did 10-second runoff. Yep, yep. Right? And he was the fake slide. So, see? He, the fake slide, was pretty, that was pretty sick. That was, that was good. I and mean, it wasn't against the rules. At the time, right? That's right. He did it. That was pretty good. Look at him now. We had to. If he falls down, his damn hands will keep him up. So, <laughs> damn, I hate it. Look, that was a little. Yeah, that, and that they measure you like here to here is the distance. Hmm. So yeah, people are hand cramping trying to get their hands as far apart. Yeah, as possible. I, sure, yeah. I don't know. I, you get my age, you got arthritis. You know, your <laughs> hands turn, your knuckles turn. No, I, I blocked a lot of people. You know? <laughs> so uh, can you tell me? It's um, just a fan of football. That ball's on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody goes for the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of hugging and kissing under that pile? Not a lot of that. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, you know, nine years, I haven't seen that yet. Okay. All right. But never say never. <laughs> okay. Right? It could happen. Yeah, it could happen. You don't play Dallas next year, but the year after. <laughs> wedding yeah. anniversary, all kind of stuff could happen. I yeah. mean, it could all happen Because Dak will put it on the ground. <laughs> he'll, he'll put it on the ground. He'll throw it at you. You know, anyway, you're on the wrong side of the ball. But, yeah. But uh, so grabbing, pulling, grabbing, fingers. Grabbing, pulling. Fingers are... Fingers are your biggest biggest risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. Uh, I got I got some jacked up fingers. Wow. Uh, this pinky's kind of wild. You this, got Tory Holt hands. Yeah, That's I mean, a- it's a matter of time, right? Like, especially playing line, man. So that knuckle gets so this one. This one's just arthritis. Okay, which is, it's disgusting looking. This one is. Uh, Tore the tendons. Didn't really do surgery or anything like that. So that's just kind of. That's how it sits. Stuck. Yeah. Kyle, so. we need a we need a camera, and then we need a, because people wouldn't believe your got jigsaw some, puzzle. For yeah, hands. I got that one. That's a nice middle knuckle. That was a dislocation and break this year, so that one's pretty fresh. But that this one turned out pretty good. You know, I'm not mad at it. But some people's thumbs, like Lyman's thumbs, man, are Marshall Yonda. I played with him in uh, Baltimore. Both of his thumbs were like from the bottom knuckle. They're just like backwards. Like, oh my, doesn't make any sense. Mm, that's just barely hanging on. I don't want that. It is. Mm-mm. My hands are too pretty. It's a bad deal. It's ugly. It's 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 ugly. Mm-mm. You can keep that, James. <laughs> James, what's some of your favorite stadiums to play in? My, uh, I think my favorite stadium. I guess this is on record. So uh, my favorite stadium, I think, is Minnesota. Really? Yeah. Which people are always surprised by that. The outside of the stadium is really cool. Uh, it's 
all black and it's like um, kind of like abstract looking. Okay. Um, but then inside, well, one the fan experience is great. Like the skull chant. Oh, I don't yeah, know if you yeah, ever heard the yeah. skull chant. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's epic. Like mm-hmm. everyone's doing it. Everyone's mm-hmm. into it. Um, and they're all they're just all on top of it. But then in one of the end zones, they have this huge window, and I swear the window has to be like sixty yards long. Wow. Like it's huge, and the thing just swings out, and so like the you can feel like the cold air come through it. Um, but it's really cool. I mean, the fans are great. <laughs> New Orleans is awesome. The stadium yeah. itself is old, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but the history behind it, yeah. the Houdat chant is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the loudest places I've been at. Pittsburgh, obviously, you know, playing for the Ravens for so many years, that rivalry, it probably yeah. meant something more. Yeah. But that thing sits right on the river. <laughs> Terrible towel. Um, mm-hmm. They've got the, the ketchup bottles in the end zone. Do you mm-hmm. know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the Heinz red Heinz, zone. Yeah. Uh, which I don't even is it that anymore? Is what is it? Ac- I think it is. Acrisure? I think no, it is Acrisure yeah, yeah, Stadium. It's a shame. It, it is a shame. That's, that's sad. Um, but yeah, it, it those are those are definitely some of my favorites. Um, Seattle's cool. Seattle's super loud. Kansas City, mm-hmm. crazy loud. Um, I think my wife said that that was in her opinion the loudest game she's been to at Arrowhead. At Arrowhead. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's it's huge and it's like the the way the. I guess they're ceilings, but like the overhangs, mm-hmm. they're just the sound just traps. Wow! So yeah, yeah it, it's it's wild to hear that about an outdoor stadium in Seattle, yeah. Yeah. Kansas is, City, yeah. mm-hmm. to say it's so loud versus yeah. the indoor places. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Who's been some of your mentors, especially early on coming into the league? Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who did you look up to and kind of took you under their wing? Yeah, Marshall Yanda um, would be. Probably, probably the biggest one. So I played with him for my first six years. Yeah. And uh, as you get older, you become less terrified of talking to the old veteran guys. Yeah. Um, so he helped me out a lot. Um, obviously with a lot of technique type of stuff. Um, but then also some film watching and really like just encouragement. Like when you're a young guy, man, those coaches, they're on you. Like they, because you're their projects. You are a direct representation of like how well they're doing their job Mm -hmm. so they're on you all the time and you know being an undrafted rookie I put all this pressure on myself like I gotta prove myself you know I can't ever mess up and uh so Marshall was a big guy that was there he'd be like you know you get coached in the meetings on stuff and then you come out of the meetings and it's like hey man like you know you're doing this well like I know he's hard on you but you're doing this this and this well and I think having guys like that uh really help and that's something that I try to do now because um, that made a big impact on me. And, you know, honestly, I don't know if I'd be where I am today without right. confidence because yeah. you got all these guys that are super talented. Um, but, man, on Sunday, like, you got to be confident in yourself. And particularly for me, like, I got a support system, my wife and my friends and my family yeah. and, you know, my faith that all, like, hold me up and know that, right. one, I am capable of, like, you know, playing on Sundays and, and blocking these dudes. Um, but also if – if I'm not capable on a certain Sunday, that's all right too. You know, yeah. you're out there, you're you're giving everything you got, and you're preparing. I believe a lot in the um, in the process that you set for yourself every single week, and the certain schedule, the things you need to do to get ready to play. Um, and that's important to have those people around me. And that's a that's a huge a huge reason I think for a lot of people's success. Yeah, you got your great. family, family, and your football family. And, that's right. Yeah, and you you need those guys. You know, who's some of the hardest or most challenging to block that you've had? Uh, man. I'd say the guy that in, in a single game that gave me the most trouble was uh, Melvin Ingram. Hmm. I was in Baltimore. He was in uh, San Diego. And just his moveset, um, he's a shorter guy, mm-hmm. which to begin with, that's tougher for me because they have natural yeah. leverage. They always have leverage on you. Uh, which makes any power difficult to stop or more difficult to stop. And uh, he'll headbutt you too, which is just something you don't love dealing with. I told you it's barbaric, Joey. They're just fighting each other. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. absolutely fighting each other. MMA yeah. for three hours. Um, yeah, so uh, Melvin Ingram, he's got a spin move that's really great. Um, and he's just, he's twitchy. He's real, you know, stutter, a lot of stutter moves. Right. Um, I played played Miles Garrett and Nick Bosa this year. Played Miles Garrett and the. Did he take your helmet off? He did not. Okay, good. <laughs> because we all had an understanding because we were playing and uh, it was negative like 26 degrees wind chill. It was on New Year's Eve or Christmas wow. Eve oh in Cleveland. Easily the coldest I've ever been. I mean, unbelievable. Honestly, like 
felt like it was a health concern that we were still out there playing the game, but you know the NFL is going to get the game in. Mm-hmm. Um, when somebody hits you in that kind of temperature, your hands, your hands have no chance. Like I don't think in a normal game, like you're punching and then grabbing people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I grab someone the whole game. Your hands hurt so bad. There's nothing you can do to keep them warm. It doesn't matter how many layers. You just don't get enough blood flow. Wow. So that was miserable. Uh, really glad to block Miles Garrett in a snowstorm with an icy field and not in a normal situation. Um, okay. He was definitely, this season, he was doing the scariest things to people. Um, he was winning with every move, power, speed, spin, hands. I mean, every way you can beat somebody, he was doing it. So grateful to have uh, grateful to have the, the weather on my side. Um, played Nick Bosa this year. He's mm-hmm. obviously great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think most of the great players – in my opinion, it all starts with, with their get-off. Like, if they can get off on the snap and they can make you uncomfortable before you, you even have a foot in the ground, right. it's it's going to be a long day. It's, it sets up all their moves, um, and, and that's typically what you see with, with the really, really good ones. Wow. Joey, when I see them do their hand down, like you're going to block and yeah. he goes to – it's like a sledgehammer. Yeah, you gotta get it, you got to get it out of the way. you got to wow. get the hands out of the way. Mm, yeah, I yeah. couldn't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a game of strength – People think of football, but speed too. Absolutely, even for linemen. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I think um, it all starts with speed, and but it ends with strength because most time you're going to be locked up. You know, you're not going to yeah. be beating somebody clean. You know, mm-hmm. around the edge um, very often. So it's leverage, it's, it's angles, it's um, you know a lot of a lot of like wrestling principles. Mm-hmm. Really understanding. Um, you know how to use your positioning against the guy across from you because everyone's strong, but at the end of the day, like I said, man, it's it's leverage, it's getting underneath somebody, or it's you know converting your strength to a different area, um, which is really you know that's how guys win at the end of the day. Wow. Yeah. See, everybody just thinks it's brute strength. There's so much to it. Oh yeah, yeah. I was serious about a NASA scientist. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, your dance moves got to be good. They're yeah. all right. They're if, all right. I think my wife, my wife's a big dancer. Yeah, she's uh, not even paying attention. Yeah, dude. She, they, the, the dancing <laughs> thing. Oh, I was trying to get her back in. Yeah, yeah I just went went a few points. No, so you got to have good footwork. That's right. Well, absolutely. She, yeah, she can dance. Yeah. yeah. I can see James doing the bossa nova. <laughs> big, big old guy doing that. Dance. How hard is it for you to (laughs) differentiate between being hurt or hurting and being injured? Yeah. Um, I like to think that it's, that's easy to differentiate because for me, you know, there's a point with every injury where you're either going to help the team or hurt the team. And as a young player, um, you know, it's like your legs gonna have to be cut off because you're out there, you're proving yourself, you're making a name for yourself, and you're gonna do anything you can. But I think with with wisdom, with time, there comes a point where you realize, like, hey, if I play in this game, I might be worse for the team. And realistically, in my job, I might get someone hurt, mm-hmm. which is terrible. Um, so you have to understand, you know, the hurt or injured, and everybody's hurt. That's the thing, you know, you can't feel sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. Every single player, especially in the, you know, week 10 and on, every player that's out there playing, they got something wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of managing it. And, uh, you know, I mentioned the process earlier, and it's understanding what's wrong with you and what you need to be able to get back and be as close to 100% as you can on Sunday. That's what it's all about, and that's what the um, the older guys are good at, and that's part of the reason why they're mm-hmm. still playing yeah. Because they, they know their body, they can listen to their body, and they know how to get the right treatment to, to make sure they can you know, keep playing. Yeah. Wow. And, and the league understands that because we're going to add games and stuff. That's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, of course. And, uh, yeah. But anyway, that's amazing, man, that something this big is able to stay close to healthy all the time. Couldn't imagine. Close to healthy. Yeah. That's, that's the right way to put mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So you in the season you're always sore. Oh yeah, yeah. Never beat up uh, Monday and Tuesday, you're just like man. If I can walk around, I'm feeling pretty good. Wow. Um, but yeah, we we have so many. You know, it's a multi-billion dollar business, yes. and yeah. you know the Saints and the Ravens both. They do an incredible job, um, and I'm sure most teams do yeah. do an incredible job of putting physical therapists, athletic trainers, massage therapists, um, you know, yoga teachers. The strength coaches even, like everybody 
that you could ever think of needing there in front of you. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you use your resources, you know, you can, you can really come out on top and, you know, sadly there's, you know, people that don't, um, Mm -hmm. which is what the older guys are trying to get the younger guys to understand, right? Is, Hey, your body is your, is your profession. As soon Mm -hmm. as your body stops working, uh, you're finding another job. So I think the, the faster young guys, pick up on that and, and really understand and embrace that and what that takes and the time required to mm-hmm. you have to sacrifice to, mm-hmm. to get that stuff done. It, it's going to make your career a lot longer. Yeah. You, you make it really tangible. You know, we watch it on TV and we think we know them because of your Instagrams and social media stuff. <laughs> but um, you, your story makes it really, really tangible. I couldn't imagine on Sunday fighting with a guy for three hours and then on a Thursday night having to play. I just... I don't know how you could get prepared and then do 17 games this, the whole season and then the postseason. I I couldn't imagine. Yeah, the, your your body is your you know that, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's, that's your computer. That's your everything. Yeah. I, so, mm, I couldn't imagine having to take care of it because you know the shape Joe and me are in. Pristine. Prom. Yeah. Right. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Got the I fuel. Mean, I mean, you got the fuel right there. Yeah. That's, that's not going to help me block anybody or do anything. But, uh, but yeah, it's a great story, man. And I, I love it to is. hear it um, from undrafted um, to starter in the NFL. I tell you. And winning the NFC South next year. There we go. That'll be good. Yep. Love Just that. Just relax. With no Brady and Tampa. Just that's right. relax. Right? The yep. Saints have to win the South. <laughs> I don't even know how football works, and I know the Panthers ain't going to win. There you go. NFC South's a train wreck. The Saints will win by default. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I'll like say it. this. If the Saints win, I will be happy for you. There guys. we go. I'll take that. I'll take that. That's, that's a cop out. But anyway. I'm all right with that, though. I like to. Yeah, yeah. But it is. It, it, I love how you tell the story. It makes it relatable to people. Yeah, I appreciate nice. it. Yeah. I appreciate it. And, and your story is one that – Pretty inspiring. I mean, it I'm is. not inspired because I'm lazy. But if you had any kind of, if you had any kind of drive, yeah, it would work. So after football, we can do the motivational speaking with go. the high school kids. Hey, there and, we go. And you better watch out, Greg Olson. This guy could do that. Uh, oh, absolutely. You could you could talk football and, and keep us engaged. I appreciate that. Yeah, that so, Carolina degree at work. Yeah, there you go. What uh, what do you think the future may hold after football one day? Um, yeah, that's uh. I feel like I'm kind of an exploring uh, space right now. I'm working on my MBA in the off seasons. Awesome. Uh, the NFL has a great program, kind of get you set up through Indiana University, which is why I'll take it back to my roots mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing that. I kind of have a far out dream of opening a coffee shop. So one day you see this huge dude behind a bar mm-hmm. uh, making making a nice latte, and. Uh, <laughs> You messed it all up, James. <laughs> You're selling all this masculine stuff, and then latte comes out your mouth. So I never want to hear a word about bath bombs, pedicures, manicures. Got to be well-rounded. You know? That's right. Well-rounded. Well-rounded wins. I'll frequent the coffee shop. There we Absolutely. go. There we go. Good. We'll have pastry, so you know, other ways to ruin yourself. Now, so. now you've got Kenny. There we go. There we go. It's true. You can't use the a little word something large, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't use the word large, though. Yeah. No, no. You gotta say venti. 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 <laughs> we'll just find another language and yeah, we'll use that. Something. That'd be fantastic. So you'd open a coffee shop? Yeah, yeah. Entrepreneurial hopefully. spirit? That's good. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. I love the community, man. People makes people just sit down. Um, might not have a drive through which that that's controversial, I do know. Um, people are trying to get their coffee and go. But yeah, I just love, you know, people usually meet up there and hang out and yeah. uh, I think it's a good thing, especially with all the screens we have. So um yeah, I think it'd be think it'd be fun, but that's why you got to be a barista first. Make sure it's something you really do love doing. And uh, seriously, you, know, you can there. you can do the leaf. And I can stuff I, with the I milk. can't do the leaf. You know, I the latte art is not there. Okay. Um. The but you know the other stuff I can I can steam the milk. I can get it in the cup. I can make it taste good. Okay. Which is the first step. That's what matters. Yeah. And then we could doll it up yeah. after that. Yeah. We we could work on the art for sure. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's great. NFL lineman opens coffee shop. I would love it. I would too. Headline, be, be I awesome. love it. It's better than some headlines. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Absolutely. That's true. <laughs> In the NFL, that is correct. Yeah. All right. So who's winning the Super Bowl? <sighs> who's this matters, winning? and I pick them. All right. It all really right. matters. So we're talking to pick them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go the Eagles. I think the Eagles are gonna win. <laughs> James, what? My my heart's with the Chiefs. Okay. I got a good friend on the Chiefs. Okay. But I just think. Just watching the two teams in the playoffs, 
The Eagles have, feels like they got the mo right now. All right, I love you, kid. I love you. But he, <laughs> listen, and no disrespect to anybody in the room, the Eagles ain't playing nobody. They haven't. They, I agree they, with they, you. They, 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 you're right. The Giants way ahead of the curve. You're right. Got smoked. Yeah. They played Kyle at quarterback <laughs> against the 49ers. I mean, that's true. Look, oh, I mean, I, we beat them oh, in Philly. I'm just saying. I mean. Dallas beat here a second I, time. I hear the argument. I do, and it, it's you know it's why it's the Super Bowl, right? You got two good teams. Yeah, I want Mahomes to win. Um, you know, his two Super Bowls, he hasn't had his best games. Yeah, and I I, I love Mahomes. Um, Orlando Browns are left tackle. I played with him in Baltimore. Love him. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see some of those guys get a ring. It's just my gut. It's just my gut. The Eagles. The Eagles. Ain't no way Andy Reid's letting the Eagles beat him. No way, no how. And Mahomes uses bath bombs. Everybody knows that. It's the truth. That commercial's not just fictitious. That's the truth. That's based on true events. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's why that jersey doesn't stink when he gives it to that girl. Because he bath bombs. You take care of yourself. James takes care of his body. I don't want to hear that. I don't wear my jersey in the bath, though. Well, that's true. What kind of bath you take? Mm-hmm. You don't need to know. <laughs> don't go there, if your wife wasn't here, I'd tell you yeah, the truth. But we're ugly. Gonna, it might remind you of college. I'm yep. just saying. This will get ugly quick. Or... You go Sexy fill. calendar pose. Ooh, yeah, that works. Jersey, candles, mm. bath bomb, mm-hmm. tub. We could even work like a little, you know, like the cards when you open them up. Mm-hmm. They got the music playing. Mm-hmm. We get some Bozzy for you going. There it is. Good, it is dude. almost Valentine's Day. Oh, man. <laughs> made my voice get deep. You hear that? That was awesome. I said, oh, man. Um, so you're going Eagles. I'm going to pick the Eagles. All right. Well, that's the first thing you said wrong tonight. So I'll take that. That's all right. Chiefs win. I think so. You remember we talked about it in August. Chiefs win. Everybody disrespected them. Chiefs win. What's the score? I don't know. It's going to be high. How much money you got on it? Too much. (laughs) Um, In college, I had a big problem. (laughs) Before the Lord. Um, The Lord was always there. I just didn't turn around. Sorry. But, yeah. um, You know what? It could be something weird, like 30-ish to mid-20-ish. Think so. I you think, think so. What do you think wins championships? Defense. Because I'm old school. Okay. I'm your dad, man. I'm the dad's <laughs> age, man. Defense <laughs> travels, man. I know you defense, play offense, but. Defense travels for sure. The Cowboys put up a ton of points with Dak Prescott. They're playing golf. They are. Yeah. They play golf a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got that. That's guest picker number I two. Like it. Yeah. Eagles. That's fantastic. And I hate disagreeing with you. I love you, man. That's all right. Hey, that's awesome. That's Who you right. got, Joey? I don't know. I, I I don't even know now. What do you mean you don't I'm know? I'm baffled. Just to piss you off, the Eagles. That's horseshit. <laughs> but anyway, I, I see my language. It's so good till he does that to me. He incites It's really me. not your fault, though. No. Look, in quarter one, the guy's banging on you, right? Uh-huh. Nah, I can deal with that. You know, just, but by the fourth quarter, he's keep poking your chest. Can't take it. That's right. That's right. I can only count to ten so many times. <laughs> this has been tame. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But you have expert opinion, so you're probably right. I'm just going to go with. Well, we didn't make the playoffs, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Six and 11? Seven no, and 10? Uh, seven and 10? Seven and 10. Were you on the team this year? I saw you started like every game, so I just didn't know. Seven and 10. You just try to block the bat out, you know? <laughs> So I think the record was not something that uh, we want to remember. But Joey and me talked about it to the very end. Anybody could have won the division. Absolutely. True. It was was wild. I mean, the amount that we were losing – and every single week, it's like, hey, we win. We're we're winning the division. Right. Yeah. 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 So it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Every week. Yeah. It was, it was, I've never been a part of something like that. That was uh, yeah. that was wild. Yeah. And leave it to the Panthers to screw it up for everybody. They did. Sent to Tampa Bay. They did. So. That that play the punter made. Yeah. Mm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. What do you feel about Tom Brady retiring? I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I think that's the sentiment. I know. I, I feel like you have to. You have to feel that way. But uh, he's done this time, right? I probably so. In the booth the next so. year. Yeah, what, I mean, what's his contract? Contract's like three hundred seventy-five million. Like, yeah, that's a lot of millions. Crazy. That's a lot of millions. A lot of millions to is. talk football. Yeah, and look pretty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll do it though. He'll be good at it. Oh yeah, he'll be good. Yeah, he'll have to learn to tone it down. Can't be yelling at you know, whichever at Fox. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's, his his podcast is good with Fitzgerald and Jim Gray. I haven't, I haven't heard it. That's good. It's good. 
Let's go. It's an original name, but let's go. <laughs> but it is. Yeah. All right. But I want to be respectful of James's time. Absolutely. Do you have any last questions before we try to wrap this up? I want to do something oddball, you know, because everything's been so serious. What's the craziest thing you've ever autographed? Chris, you can, I've that ever you can say on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now, <laughs> now, I didn't autograph this, but with the Ravens, we had a uh, we had an event, a team event. It's called a Purple Evening. Okay. And it was at the stadium, and uh, there were a bunch of different. It was it was a women's night. Okay. So it was like the the guests there were only women. So the whole stadium set up, field included, concourse has like like bingo. It has like football drills out on the field. It has like um, you know all sorts of different games right everywhere. And the players would kind of like rotate around and like you'd read the bingo. You know you'd pick out the bingo balls and you read them, or you'd go like throw footballs on the field. Or but at the end, everyone would do autographs, It'd be all spread out. And uh, one of my friends, I won't say his name. Uh, was handed underwear. Oh, I guess you can sign it, right? You With can, a paint pen or he, whatever. He said there yeah. wasn't much area to sign. If that paints a picture for you, okay. Uh, yeah. So, so anyway, so the next year, you know, they had to come out with a statement, and you know, they said we are only allowed to sign football jerseys and helmets. <laughs> It's amazing you got to tell people coffee is hot. Right? Right. You sure do. Yeah. But here we are. I like yeah. it. You're about to get Kenny all worked up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> man, it's been a pleasure, man. <laughs> so so we have a studio guest. Really, really, really big Saints fan. I like it. So Who that? Yeah. So I think he has a request for an autograph if you Let's do it. Let's oblige. do it. I want to know where this ranks on your crazy autograph. This is why we're ranks you, on the, the crazy thing you autographed. <laughs> There's a story behind it that we can hey. tell you. But <laughs> all right, so we got a dog mm-hmm. and some and some pads. This is nice. This is sturdy right here. <laughs> and uh, 87. Is that Joe Horn? It's Joe Horn. That was yeah. my number two. Yeah. This is pretty sweet, though. Yeah. Joe so, Horn's a cell phone guy. <laughs> He yeah. is a cell phone guy. Cell phone guy. Maybe greatest celebration ever. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the Cowboys, the Salvation Army I bucket. Love that. That's a great. That's yeah. a good one. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah. The best part is that's like his actual. Would you dog. autograph it for him? Yeah, absolutely. That's super <laughs> cool. Fantastic. What color are we doing here? Hey, that's super. Hayden, that's up to you, buddy. Oh, whatever shows up best on that. Kenny has black Austin. Yeah, you could do gold or black on that. But he's got paint pens, right? Yeah, that works good. They're sharp. They're just sharpies. sharpies. Yeah, Yeah. they're metallic sharpies. Yeah, do gold. I can do gold like here, or I can do black. That's I think. Call. Yeah, it is your call. I would do the black. Do black. Yeah. I just want you to know that I agree. I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) I think think it's in a better spot on the picture. While while you're doing that, James, all of our guests get to choose our outro song. What are you feeling tonight? Um. It's a new one, uh, Last Night by Morgan Wallen. A little Morgan Wallen, aren't Yeah. So we are dangerously close to doing a a draft for mm. Valentine's Day, and it's mm. <laughs> the top baby-making music. Ooh. Music. That's good a good stuff. one. If, if you've got the number one pick, what are you going oh, with? Number one pick. Um, I like a lot of this guy's stuff. He's He's new age. Uh, a guy named Bozzy does a song called uh, Cartier. Hmm. All right. That'd, that'd mm-hmm. probably be a pick for me. I can hear it in his voice, man. Yeah. It means something. You, you, made, you made Kenny <laughs> blush. It means something. You know how hard it is to get <laughs> Kenny to blush? <laughs> James, I'm serious. You're big, but uh, you ain't got to ask me twice. <laughs> I'm telling you. You a little voice crack there. Yeah, I love I it. I'm a little nervous. I feel like 13 again. <laughs> That's funny. Right. That's awesome, James. Any yeah. last questions, Kenny? Man, no. I think we've covered college, pros. Perfect. His entire story, man. It's a great one. It is. It is a great one. James, we always like to end all of our interviews with any kind of word of wisdom, piece of advice, yeah. anything you'd just like to share with the yeah. listeners. Uh, let's see. I got. Can I do two? You, absolutely, you can. All right. Um, share a Bible verse. I kind of mentioned this earlier, but uh, throughout my story, there's a lot of times where crazy things happen, drug tests, broken leg, at terrible times, and just... Uh, Relying on God in my face. So Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. 
For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. So that's just hope for me. That gives me hope every day, knowing that he's got plans. Going through bad stuff, you know, we'll come out the other side. It'll be all right. Amen. Um, Absolutely. So that, yeah, there's that. There's, um, I think I might have said it earlier, as far as football is concerned, um, avail- the best ability is availability. Mm. So that's like a really old cliche quote. Yeah. Um, but I guess, yeah, by sharing that, I'm just talking about making sure you're doing the things, the little things, you know, that are going to add up, make sure that, um, you know, you're healthy to play, you're prepared to play. Um, you know, it's not just lifting and practicing, you know, it's lifting and it's eating and it's recovering and it's, you know, all those little things add up. So I think just, you know, a message to maybe younger guys, um, you know, people that are listening, that those things are just important and that they have a compounding effect and, Earlier you can get ahead of those, you know, you'll be you'll be doing yourself a service. Man, Joey, it's fantastic. Uh, it's great to see and meet a guy that uh, put the hard work in and values it and appreciates it. You know, it doesn't take any day for granted. So it's a great story, James. I appreciate you guys. Amen. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Uh, yeah. You guys are great. I know you're gonna gotta see that uh, that draft of those R and B songs. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. You get a chance. <laughs> All bets are it's, off, you know. It's <laughs> going to get ugly during the draft. <laughs> yeah. I can promise you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, James, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely, tonight. This absolutely, has been a blast. Guys. absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, well, it's been a blast, Kyle. You got us a little Morgan Wallen ready. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Take it away. Oh man, that's awesome. Last night we let the liquor talk. I can't remember everything we said, but we said it all. You told me that you wish I was somebody you never met. But baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet. No way it was our last night. I kissed your lips. Make you grip the sheets with your fingertips. Last bottle of Jack, we split a fifth. Just talking about life, going sip for sip. Yeah, you. You know you love to fight